Welcome to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T, a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And I'm Dr. P, a professor of psychology in Ventura, California. Welcome and thank you for joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to bridge our love of all things psychology with our love of all things reality television. Starting out for our first podcast, we're going to recap the newest season of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. All right. Welcome back. Excited to talk about this episode. Yeah, it was a good one. So we'll start off with uh, Devin and Jihoon first. All right. So we find Devin and Jihoon right back where they were last week uh, at the restaurant with uh, Jihoon's parents. And Jihoon was storming away because he was very frustrated. And then we see Devin going afterwards after him. She was upset as well. Um, The interesting thing is as they left, it was very clear that Jihoon's mom was completely on Jihoon's side, while Jihoon's father was more open and on Devin's side, uh, to the point where Jihoon's told the father that he needed to get out of the scene and (laughs) stop talking so that she could continue her perspective. and then we see the argument continue between Jihoon and Devin, and essentially Devin is upset by the fact that Jihoon had kept this money from her, and she was wondering what that was about. To add kind of further insult to injury is that uh, Jihoon ends up telling Devin that he didn't really take their relationship or their situation seriously, which made absolutely no sense. He was saying that just because she was in the United States, he didn't take it seriously, but they had a whole kid together. Plus they were married. So that made absolutely no sense to me, Jihoon. And I kind of was more on Devin's side. And then Devin, you know, kind of laid down the law and said, look, all right, you're sorry. Then here's what I want you to do next. I want you to go take out that $3,000 that you say you have, and I want you to give it to me. And he does it. Mind you, he had to go to his mama because she's holding on to his money. And he's able to give it to her. And she has, I guess, some relief in that. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. it seemed like it was much more of a kind of symbolic gesture and to also see that he was telling the truth that he actually had the money. And then the next day, we have uh, Devin in her hotel room. Fortunately, she sent her mother away because Jihoon was coming to continue the conversation. And she decides to go ahead and give Jihoon a second chance. Only he has to get it right. If he doesn't, she's going to leave. And she further set more um, conditions to it in that she wants him to have a joint account with her and Mm -hmm. to not use his mother anymore for money, which I kind of question this. Because if we know that Jihoon is not good with money, that he's somewhat irresponsible, why do we want to have a shared account that he has access to that I'm putting my money into? I thought maybe they could come up, you know, start out small that he contributes to an account that she has control of or, and he has to have his own account for like six months or something. But all in all, it ends with they're giving it a second chance. But if Jihoon messes up, and Devin's going to go back to the United States. Yeah, and I, I actually didn't think about your point about the separate 
the joint account and and how he might be reckless with that. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a very valid point. And so I think like for me, I was really reflecting on, you know, his continued actions and how he has not been responsible. And so I think like the part about not taking the relationship serious was another indication of like you are not being an adult. Like you're married. Mm-hmm. You have a wife and, and a child. And you're parenting, co-parenting, you know, her other child. And yeah. so why would that not be a serious, you know, relationship? So that confused me a lot um, about mm-hmm. him. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that he takes it serious. I, I, I think she was being maybe a little bit strict with the, like, the one-month time period. Cause you think that was strict? One month, there's a, there's a lot that cannot happen within a month when it comes to like him getting a job and so i i don't know what the economy is like you know in south korea but um it it can take people you know three to six months to find a job and so to say like a month that you have to like do this quick turnaround i just think that's setting him up to fail so i'm wondering how that's going to work out um in you know the next couple of episodes how long would you have given jihoon like what would have been an appropriate i would have said i would have said six months Six months? I would have said six months. Okay. Okay. I mean, obviously, I, like, they would have to figure out some financial stuff, you know, mm-hmm. because he only has this $3,000 that's in the bank, and who knows how much his part-time job, uh, how much he earns from that. But I think six months is real- realistic. I think a month is too short. I mean, I don't know. Maybe six months is too long, but I think a month is, is very short. Yeah, I still think maybe she should go back to the States and then give him six months to get things together. You know, that could be a possibility. Yeah. You know, only she's left everything. So I think that's kind of harder for her to be able to do when I think about it. But I mean, she has to lay down the law. Yeah, no, I think she has to give him some, like, I I hate to say guidelines, but like... Mm -hmm some expectations because clearly what has been communicated so far you know he he has not taken that to heart to really try to change his actions in the last i guess year since they have have lived apart so um i'm hoping that again like he takes it serious he really does try to like rebuild some trust in their relationship Mm -hmm. otherwise i think like she's already on the the edge of the cliff and so she's gonna she's gonna be headed back to um america with, with her mom if her mom does it you know, have some sort of strong hold to like encourage her to leave before then. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll be, I'll be curious to see how the mom responds to giving him a second chance. So, yeah. so that'll be interesting. And but maybe Jihoon, that's why she wanted mom to leave when they had that discussion yeah. as well. Um, yeah. But we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. They, he has a month. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hopeful with that month, but, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So let's, so let's jump over about- to uh, Jenny and Submit. So um, this was a really short episode from them this week, but I think it touched on some really like important points that I think over the last you know couple of weeks we've seen sort of building up to this in terms of how this relationship may work out. But Jenny, you know, she showed up in a really good mood after they had had that discussion with his lawyer, and she had some sense of hope that this divorce is going to be final because he had he has at least started you know that process um but they meet up with submit's brother Abmit, 
and um, for dinner, and um, they begin to have a conversation about um, Samit's parents and how on board they are um, with the marriage. And apparently, um, Samit has asked his brother to like talk with his parents and try to like encourage them to be um, more supportive. But you could definitely see that there was some like tension and awkwardness, you know, in the air as they were like sitting at, at the table. And so finally they begin the conversation about sort of where parents um, stand and Amit was telling Samit and Jenny that maybe they should, you know, come to see the parents and have a conversation with them. Um, Jenny felt like it was like they were pressuring Samit mm -hmm. um, to like please them and 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 she felt like, you know, happiness should only be for them to sort of decide that others, you know, they shouldn't have to sort of please like his parents and society and their culture. Um, and Samit was really apprehensive, I would say, you know, for me, it felt like he was really apprehensive and reluctant to like actually go have this conversation with his parents because it might force him to sort of make some decisions about that. And so I don't, I don't know where this relationship is going to go, but I think the, the cultural dynamics of like his parents and their expectations, I think Samit is struggling with that. And although he seems like he really loves Jenny and he's willing to like side with her, I think if that decision ultimately comes up, it's going to be really difficult, you know, for him to sort of walk away, so to speak, from his family. Yeah, I, I almost feel like this is the inevitable. And I feel like Samit is trying to push it off. I think that inevitably, he is going to have to choose between his family and Jenny. And I feel like he's been kind of having to do it so far, yeah. just not really going there because he's just kind of left his family alone and kind of have them to the side and it's with Jenny. So I feel like at some point this is going to happen and that shouldn't they just get it over with now? Yeah. You know, it, there, there doesn't seem to be any evidence, at least from what has happened previously and now that his parents are going to change their mind. Um, so I just, you know, I, I'm wondering if he's going to get to the acceptance stage anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also wonder that, you know, if he does decide that, you know, let's say his parents don't approve and we don't know where they, you know, are going to end up, you know, standing on this issue. But if they don't approve of the relationship, um, he's not able to, you know, encourage them to change their mind and be more open that um, will they stay in India to try to have a relationship or will they, you know, maybe come back to the United States was something that sort of popped into my head about, you know, trying to move forward as a couple if they don't have the support from, you know, their community and, and their family. Because obviously, as we've seen before, you know, even some of his friends don't support their relationship. And so I think it's going to be tough to like live in India without having some sort of support. Yeah. Yeah. I will say uh, Jenny had one of my favorite lines of the whole episode this week. And when um, she was talking to Amit about, you know, talking to the parents, parents kind of come on and she said, look, what are we going to do? I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And it was very, <laughs> I, I, I like that attitude, Jenny. I, I love it. She I, was, I did. I caught that. <laughs> yeah. I, that, Literally, that was my favorite, favorite part of the episode this week. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens, you know, in the next couple of episodes. All right. So who do we have next? You know, 
I have to say something, folks. Um, I'm, I'm speaking to you, uh, Dr. Turner, as well as to our audience. I might have misjudged Tim and Melissa <laughs> because to me, this was the boring couple. I was not excited. I have not been excited to have them, but this week I was excited and I was entertained as well. So there's a lot we, going on this week. <laughs> there was a lot going on this week. So we started out with uh, Tim and Melissa are in Melissa's apartment and they're having breakfast. And mind you, Tim um, apparently has not had Colombian breakfast in a while and was very excited for it. I saw. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh-huh. I was I was creeped out just a little bit. Um, Why? He was like, oh, my God, it looks so good. I was like, Wait a <laughs> I, it threw me off. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I saw a great meme this week. I wanted to send, I should send it to you. Um, but it was a picture of Tim looking at the food. And it was basically, I want to find someone that looks at me like Tim looks at Melissa's food. And so, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I so, so as they're eating breakfast, they're talking about going to Melissa's family's uh, place that afternoon or that evening. And she lets Tim know that she told her mother about this, about what happened, that he had cheated on her. So he gets nervous. And as they get drive and get to her parents' house, you can see his nerves on him. You can see how he was uh, unsure. But when he gets there, he's immediately um, hugged by Melissa's father. And we find out that apparently, even though there's a language barrier between Tim and Melissa's father, they actually have a really good relationship and they care for each other. Yeah. So the father is really warm. The sister's really warm. The mother, however, is hanging back in the kitchen. And you can kind of see herself, you know, when you don't really want to talk to someone, you're kind of mm-hmm. hoping that they go by you or something like that. But, you know, she reluctantly, you know, goes up to him and is really polite. But where it gets exciting is when they sit down to dinner. The father is happy. The sister is happy. Tim and Melissa look slightly uncomfortable and the mother is not pleased. You can tell. <laughs> I was just she sitting. She was not impressed. She was not <laughs> impressed. She was sighing. She was like making faces um, kind of out the corner of her mouth. The first thing she even says as they sit down is she calls Tim fat for having, <laughs> and that she notices that. So the shade is there at the yeah. very beginning. And then she, but not only did she call him fat, she was like, <laughs> porque gordo, like, why are you fat? Like, you need to do something. <laughs> And then we have this like super uncomfortable situation where Melissa's dad is like, you know, Tim, I'm curious. Melissa was supposed to go to the United States. So why are you here? The mother, her face, I I just loved it. It was, she just looked away like, oh, I don't know how this man is going to respond. And, you know, Tim awkwardly kind of bumbles through it, but essentially kind of lies about, you know, the reason for that. And uh, Melissa saying that it's just because some things didn't work out or they had some arguments. But finally, the father steps away, the sister steps away. So it's just Melissa, Tim, and Melissa's mother. And Melissa's mother lets him have it. She lets him know that she knows. She lets him know that not only is she disappointed in him, she sees him differently. Um, Tim starts crying 
and tearfully apologizes and she says no your tears she's basically like those tears do nothing to me um and they just sound like excuses i mean her her anger is her anger is really real and she lets right. him know that you know you're not the same person that i thought you were in the beginning um so tim is going to have a real uphill battle in having especially right now the mother's trust yeah and sees that and and i think even melissa has identified it as if her family doesn't support this it's going to make their relationship much more difficult right <clears throat> no it was yeah the, it was a lot going on in this episode and i think one of the things that struck me was that although they've had multiple conversations about the infidelity um and tried to move past it is that tim was saying that you know he felt like they were on different pages or separate pages and I, and I was like I don't know if you're on different pages I just think that you may not be ready to really confront the real issue which you know has been brought up around why did you cheat and why did you make those decisions which I don't think Melissa quite understands like if you really yeah. loved her and you were about to get talk about marriage why would you make these you know stupid mistakes and so i think he doesn't really want to like address that part and so i think again like he has a long ways to go to like get her trust back um, but also being able to like address the the issues with the relationship with with her parents and specifically her mom with mom knowing you know as much information so um we'll see how it goes but mom is definitely not on his team right now and no. i even noticed like when they did the they toasted the tequila oh, like she goodness. even like she set her tequila on the table and maybe to play you know the other side of maybe let's say she's not a drinker but she was not excited about that toast no, she was not about pretending face. either yeah. <laughs> she was she is done she was done with him yeah yeah she has checked out so so we'll oh, see shit. we'll see what happens but i'm definitely um excited to to jump to the page turner soon not to get too ahead but um, oh. <laughs> I want to see what you're looking forward to next week. <laughs> I know. I'm you, I have changed. I have changed this week. So let's talk about Ariella and Biniam. Um They were the last couple um, that was discussed um, this week. And so Ariella and her mom are still in Ethiopia. And mom is trying to not only just sort of in, uh, understand what the conditions may be like for Ariella uh, living there, but also trying to get to know uh, Benium and, and more about mm -hmm. who he is as a person and about his family. So uh, we see them sit down with um, Benium's siblings, his brother and his two sisters at dinner, and they're having a, a traditional, or they're having a meal, and then they talk about, you know, this tradition where they, they feed, you know, others as a sign of, of respect and um, before they sort of, got to like the tasting or the enjoying of the meal part mm -hmm. um mom was like you know how is this prepared and you can see like the meat was not cooked um it was well, it's, meat it's meant yeah it's meant to it's kit food so it's meant to be it's like a seasoned raw i don't mess with it i'm gonna tell you that right now that <laughs> and also we have a dish where it's like the whole fish with the eyeballs in it mm -hmm. i don't mess with that either i don't mess with the raw meat or that but it's supposedly yeah, so, delicious. I, mean, I, I'm not very. Um, I don't like to experiment with food. So I probably would not <laughs> have tried it um, because, like, just looking at it in texture like that makes me nervous. Um, so anyway, she, they both, both um, Ariel and her mom um, tried some of the food, and they began to like talk about 
just some of the cultural, you know, expectations within Ethiopia. And mom was really curious about, um, you know, she asked, how does it work with, with, the, with the man and the woman trying to understand some of the, the gender roles uh, within Ethiopia? And basically, you know, his sister was saying, well, typically the man works and provides mm-hmm. you know, for the family and, and, and the wife or the mom stays at home and takes care um, of the baby. And um, I got the sense that Ariella, and she's talked about this before, like being very independent, but she also in, in her segment talked about, you know, she would be open to allowing him to like step into that sort of role. I don't know how comfortable mom is mm-hmm. with, you know, some of that. And so I'm sure we'll, we'll hear more about that later. But as they begin, you know, through their segment, they started to talk more about, you know, financial things and sort of what does Benyam do to support his family. And, you know, we know that he's a dancer. And so they decide to go to the nightclub or the dance club to see him perform. And he does a really nice performance. And apparently his dance partner is his ex-girlfriend. And so mm-hmm. mom had an issue with that. And she also, again, like she's, I think, doing these things to try to like sabotage. Oh, she is being sneaky. <laughs> Miss Janice is <laughs> In Ariella's head about, oh, she's very pretty. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know how I would feel about him working these, 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 these long hours at night when you're at home, you know, with the baby. Um, and so she starts to ask questions as they they finished about, you know, why did they break up and um, asking questions about, you know, what, you know, why, once he talks about they broke up because she found, you know, some lipstick on his shirt or whatever, and they get into that conversation about, you know, lying basically. And Ariella mentions that, you know, he, he says he has acknowledged to her about telling numerous like white lies and, I don't know, like for me, like, I don't know. I had a hard time understanding like, okay, what are these white lies that you tell? And I think like some white lies might be like, oh, like I'm running late or something. And then you are longer than you. I would say that's a white lie. I don't know if like cheating or whatever. I won't know if I would consider that to be a white it's lie. Just I'm lying. curious about <laughs> what these white lies are that, that he has told her that he's you know, told her in the past that you know, can definitely be problematic you know, for the relationships, but my mom is really, you know, cutthroat and she was straightforward and like, she wasn't sugarcoating um, anything about the relationship and, and the mistakes. And so I'm interested to see how that pans out with Ariella, you know, continuing to trust Benyam because it seems like she had a lot of trust with him. I think that mm-hmm. trust may start to fade the more that mom sort of pulls up all of these issues that she sees with their relationship. Yeah, I definitely feel like mom is planting seeds of doubt in Ariella. And so it's been interesting to watch that. The other thing is when I was listening to Biniam kind of talk about his previous relationships and, and the lying with the, the lipstick on the shirt, the thing that stuck out for me is he seems very young. You know, I know he, he's 29, but he just seems a lot younger than that, that that might be something that you know, someone in the early 20s might might say or, or think about just even how he's approaching thinking about relationships. So I don't know if that stuck out for you. Yeah, no, I I didn't really, it wasn't like a red flag for me. And, and I think maybe part of it was like, he's said that he's changed and that mm-hmm. he's different now. And so I will, I'll take him, you know, for his word. Um, but I think part of it is just like he, I think he's been allowed certain 
privileges in terms of like his his family have really been you know supporting him he's the baby not to say mm-hmm. that that's a bad thing but i think all of those things may have led up to him not maybe taking a lot more ownership of things in his life because of his mm-hmm. you know family being that sort of you know supportive and, and and helping him out um but it it will be interesting to see if he's able to like you know continue to do the things to to show her that he's serious about their relationship and that he wants to make her happy from what i've seen so far like he's really trying to do his best um nobody's perfect but i think he's really trying it but i think um her mom ariella's mom makes him like super nervous and i think that language barrier sometimes mm-hmm. throws him like i think the there's some miscommunication i think that occurs sometimes yeah. when um she sort of pressures him and then he can't you know think as maybe clearly in I'm using that as an example for my own limited Spanish that I speak that when I'm like pressured to like understand people, then it, it's harder for me to like do that s- translation in my head <laughs> from English to Spanish or from Spanish to English to someone that's communicating to me. And so I can see that for me, I feel like that's happening in some of their interactions and he's sort of trying to answer mom's questions that are really important questions, but I think they're hard questions and she's like firing them off like bullets. And so he's like, uh, I don't know how to, mm-hmm. how to answer this. What's the right answer? Yeah, yeah. It's less. It's more about the language piece and less about him trying to dodge questions, which right. is probably what she interprets happening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we shall see what happens. But I, I think I still have hope for them. I I I do too. But I'm 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 starting to think that. Janice is getting to Ariella. That is what I'm starting to think. So, Dr. Page. Yes, Dr. Turner. It's that time in the show. Yep, it's time for the Page Turner, where we share what we're most looking forward to in next week's episode. So what are you looking forward to next week, Dr. Page? I'm, again, a surprise. I'm looking forward to Tim and Melissa. So we're going to find out, in particular, how Melissa's father is going to respond to finding out about Tim cheating. So, it, I mean, it, it looks like he's going to tell them to break up, which I just find that super interesting. And I want to see what happens to his relationship with Tim. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited. I, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I'm really excited to see Tim and Melissa tomorrow <laughs> or next week. So just so I'll pick somebody different so they were not you know, looking forward to the same couple. Um, I'll pick Kenneth and Armando. So we didn't see them yeah. this week. And I know for most of the season so far, they've had some very emotional um, moments. But it looks like next week that um, Kenneth is going to be, I think his daughters are visiting them um, in Mexico and it seems like he may be ready to like pop the question. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious to see how that's going to work out. And I'm given sort of Armando's comfort with even though he loves Kenneth, you know, the idea about, you know, being in Mexico, at least where they are, um, sort of where he may stand, you know, when Kenneth does pop the question. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking forward to next week. Nice. Nice. Well, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Yep. See you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. Give us your thoughts. Was it good for you? What other shows would you like to see us recap? Be sure to like us on Facebook and also share the episode. 
Thanks for joining us and join us next time on Psyching Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P.